Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arjun here. Dan Arjun has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Shut it, Tadger. <laughs> Shut it, Tadger. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Today we are going to talk about a really, really, really loaded episode of NXT. Um, action from beginning to end. My name is Jay, as always, joined by the head of the table, the tribal chief, who we must acknowledge until Money in the Bank has agreed. Troy, how are you, Troy? Hello. Aaron's here too. How are you, Aaron? <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> hey, this is my this is what my first time back in a week. My last one was NXT last week. Whoa. Oh yeah, you had a week so off from doing anything what you're else. It's been slacking. Part timer. I mean, not being slacking, just we usually do stuff on a Saturday, and I had to go out in the sitch. You, you didn't. You didn't have to, did you? I had to. I was dedicated <laughs> to the cause. All right. Mandatory I mean, sesh. I, I I went out for a few drinks on Saturday, and I still managed to sit, sit through the podcast. So. You, also, you also went out for a few drinks on Saturday night, and then you came in spicy hot on the quiz. Spicy hot. <laughs> I did. Like I was I coming was home and kicking the fucking front door. <laughs> Oosy hot is how you came in. <laughs> I, I was on the ginger beers and fucking Jaegers by that point, man. <laughs> ginger beers and Jaegers. Oh, it's a, a banging. That's called a, a, yeet, a yeet bomb up in Scotland. <laughs> See, I, I thought it was just called breakfast. <laughs> so um anyway, before we get into NXT, um you can tell us what you thought of the show on top uh, on our social media accounts. Um where would they be, Troy? Uh Twitter. Untitled wrestling. Oh, fucked it. <laughs> Do you know what? Right, listen, mouth. Yeah, listen. shut the fuck up. That is the first time in about eight months that I've fluffed it. How many times have you fluffed it? Get fucked. Oh, 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 oh. Also, like it that so it never happened. Yeah, never happened. Never happened. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. We all make mistakes. It's okay. You can get us on Twitter at Untitled Humanising the tribal chief there. <laughs> You can get us on, um, um, where can you get us? Twitter, Untitled Rest Pod. Discord, at Untitled Rest Pod. Facebook, at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, Troy. Uh, yeah, let us know what you thought. Join the conversation and join the community. Follow us and subscribe to, and like or whatever to all of those things. Um, yes. Right, so uh, yeah, you can... As I said, you can like, subscribe, um, follow on all those mediums and um, tell us what you thought. Grow, uh, join the community. Uh, so, should we get into NXT, lads? Yeah? Yes, mate. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, the show started. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry, I forgot, didn't I? Um, <laughs> I, I was, I was going to see how far you would actually go before stopping. 
we'd have got to the end of the episode and it'd have been like, right, I've got some tidbits for you. Um, Aaron, have you, got, have you got anything you'd like to add to the intro? Some tidbits no. maybe? No. No, okay. Well, the, the show starts with a, a false no. cut anyway, no. Matt. No. Yeah. If there was to knock of it in. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> Ten minutes, fourth and fifth of May. Aye, I came my mum to the year. Uh, there we go. Aye. <laughs> uh, in 1934, on the fourth, uh, one of the best managers that didn't speak a lot, Mr. Fuji, is born. Yes, Mr. Fuji. Excellent, excellent manager. Tough lad, Mr. Fuji. Yeah. F- 50 years later, 1984, if he flips page over, and gets a turnover for Pornhub's profits, Brad Maddox is born. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I wish I had the best. Uh, 1987, I've got nothing for him. Demac is born. I I didn't have a pun. Demac? Damak. Um, he was in like the Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> he was in the Cruiserweight yeah. Classic. And yeah, we are still retaining from uh, waiting for the return of Damak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Played to the ring by Mark Morrison, because of course. Aye. Uh, in nineteen ninety eight on WCW Nitro, Fit Finlay beat Booker T for the TV title. The fifth time in five days it changed hands. Jesus wept. <laughs> the, uh, that was the, that was the original twenty four seven title, wasn't it? No, not the TV. To be fair, the other four it was in live events. It started with Chris Benoit to Booker T to Chris Benoit again to Booker T on live events, and then Fit Finley like and then Finley on Nitro the fifth one. Fucking Led on in there. Nitro yeah, in the night. Thief in the Nitro (laughs) In 2004 on Smackdown Jacqueline beats Chavo Guerrero To win the Cruiserweight title To become the only woman in WWE To win it I remember this Yeah She's not the only one to actually win that title though What, the only woman? Yeah, in WCW Medusa and Daphne won it That doesn't count How, it's the same title I mean, WWE own WCW, so then you just say all of them. But so their history is wrong. Does, is that it, what you're saying? It, it does kind of fall into the lineage of the belt, then, doesn't it? So yeah. she wouldn't be the first. She wouldn't be, be the, the only woman then. Yeah. That's pish. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Troy's fucked his own argument there. Fucking, do you know what? I'm ending this. Thanks for listening, guys. All the best. Bye. <laughs> In 2014, WWE presents Extreme Rules. Oh boy. I say oh boy, yeah, it's half and half. And half. Um, I already know there's only one good match on this card. Yeah, well, uh, aye, pretty much. Um, Cesaro beat Jack Swagger and Rob Van Dam in a triple threat elimination match. Hang on, what year was this? 2014. Fucking hell, I forgot Rob Van Dam was there in 2014. <laughs> he only came back on the road after Mania that year. Oh, okay. So you'd only been back like a matter of months. Literally a month. Six a months, month, yeah. Or something. yeah. yeah. Uh, Rusev, sorry, 
Alexander, Alexander Rusev. Beat R-Truth and Xavier Woods in a two-on-one match. Uh, Wade Barrett beat Big E to become Intercontinental Champion. Nice. Um, the match of the night, The Shield beat Evolution. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot that yeah. was at this. Yeah, man. Uh, My bad. It's a two-match card. Uh, what was the other? Oh, are you... Sh- to be... Ah. Anyway... What were those noises you were just making? <laughs> <laughs> he's realised he's forgotten to say a match or he's saved it to the end. I mean, I'm doing it in order. Um, Bray Wyatt beat John Cena on a steel cage. Um, the finish is a creepy kid singing and he's got the whole world oh, yeah, yeah. in his hands. Yeah. That'll finish. Um, Paige beat Tamina to retain the Divas title. Fucking hell. Nobody Mina. Uh, and in the main event Daniel Bryan beat Kane in an Extreme Rules match to retain the WWE World title no way you've uh, got a match there pal how though oh it's the pre-show mate settle down how dare you (laughs) (laughs) someone's back on WLC I don't (laughs) do (laughs) sorry WLC is genuinely awesome it is no. If you haven't, go watch VLC. It's Who was so it? good. It was, uh, it was Hornswoggle Horn- versus El Torito. Oh, was that Hornswoggle- it? No, no. Well, Hornswoggle had three MB in his corner, and uh, and El Torito had uh, Los Matadores, aka the Colognes, in his corner, and they the had co- they had what Colognes? The Colognes. They yeah. had um, a mini version of the ref- of uh, the commentators, <laughs> and, and also they like all the all like. The, um, all the like three MB and that was taking like stupid bumps that they or didn't the need to take in the pre-show. Yeah. Wow! Drew did the fucking plancher over the top rope, like oh, onto nobody through a table. <laughs> and there's a bit where How? there's a bit where El Torito punched Heath Slater in the balls and he bumped through a table. <laughs> it was am- it's genuinely what, amazing. Why did you leave that? Out? That sounds like the sort of shit that you live for. It is. Uh, to be fair, I saw it earlier and. It, when I was going through the stuff, I didn't see it on the list. So it's a pre-show. If WWE don't care about it, why should I? Is the model <laughs> a I fair mean, and valid point? <laughs> However, we will see. No, what? Sorry, WWE wrestlers have been tweeting about it today. So you know, but we will see. Let's care. Yeah, there you go. Good. Oh, uh, right. And fifth of May. 1958, um, Mr. Choppy Choppy, your Fifi Yamaguchi-san is born. <laughs> Chop it off, put it in the bin, let it go stale. <laughs> um, in 1988, speaking of chopping things off, um, Hulk Hogan touches his own daughter's bum with sun cream, Brooke Hogan is born. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Why is he like this? <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, dickhead. <laughs> More professional. Back to 1905. In New York, the Greco-Roman wrestling champion, George Hackenschmidt beat American heavyweight champ Tom Jenkins 2-0. 
to be declared the world catch-as-catch-can heavyweight champion. This is thought to be the first wrestling title recognised in the USA. Oh, no way. Hmm. There you awesome. go. You remember the serious <clears throat> point? Yeah, man. From <laughs> Schmidt in the Hall of Fame. He's I'm in sure like that legacy one. The legacy one, yeah. And Don, Don Callis keeps like saying Kenny Omega is a, a better champion than George Hackenschmidt as well. Get the fuck See out. <laughs> oh, oh. Have, have we lost Jay? Oh, Jay, you alright, mate? Jay, you alright, hen? <laughs> Jay, Jay, darling, we've lost you. Jay, Jay, I'm sorry. We'll talk about Hogan touching his daughter's bum more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm leaving that in. <laughs> I missed that because I just fucking froze. <laughs> oh, God. And he'll never know. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll listen to it back. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking worry. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> serious mode. In 2002, WWF becomes WWE because of a world wildlife fund lawsuit in the UK. Get there, that, folks. That's, that's bollocks. That's it, the real reason. If you watch the Ruthless Aggression documentary that WWE definitely didn't change history on, it uh, so must be true because WWE said so. It's because <laughs> Vince wanted to refresh the brand. How dare you say they got sued by the pandas? Bullshit. <laughs> no revision of history or anything. No. Uh, on the exact same day, the infamous plane ride from hell happens. Ooh. I'm not going into detail because I'll be here forever. There's a documentary coming out about it. And season three, Dark there. Side of the Rings. One of the Dark, dark, one of the dark side, of the side of the Rings, yeah. They awesome. even announced today that they've got someone like the air um, stewards who were actually on the flight. Oh, fuck, no way. As like interviews, yeah. They awesome. managed to track them down. So I don't know an awful lot about that. Well, so that will uh, be an interesting watch. At least we'll get to know how big Ric Flair's tackle is. <laughs> <laughs> and how many air hostesses queued up to ride Space Mountain. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised there isn't a load of NDAs because of it. Uh, <laughs> genuinely shocked they're allowed to do an episode on it. <laughs> I mean, well, I might get called off. I might go out in there and it would just be taken off TV again. Vince just starts suing people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, in 2014, on Raw, um, the authority forced Dean Ambrose to defend the, his US title in a 20-man battle royal match, which is won by Sheamus last time. Well, Aaron, come on, mate. You can do it. We were doing so well. We were on the last one. Um <laughs> Sheamus last eliminating Dean Ambrose to win the match, ending his 351-day reign, which is the longest WWE-era United States title reign. No way. Um, 14 I defenses. I only defended it four times. What? Well, well it was 14. Nah, 14. 14. Still, 14 times a, in, in pretty much a calendar year. Um, there was a four-month gap between October... In February of not defending it as what well. What the fuck was he doing? A bit like um, he was doing shield stuff, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a bit, bit like uh, Asuka's fucking women's title reign last year. Isn't it? Jesus <laughs> Shameful. 
Um, oh. Is it, was that the last one, did you say? Hi, that was a bumpy ride, but uh, it's now time to get off. <laughs> like a plane ride from hell, you could say, me. So, well, let's, in that, in that right, in that case, got me fucking slaying me ways now we run. <laughs> it's like you caused me to have a stroke or something. Uh, <laughs> right, we, we've, all, we've all slurred our words on this this episode, it's fine. It's all right. It's all right, mate. Just wait till you go back and listen to this and hear <laughs> what we said. <laughs> We've got that out of the way now. The rest of this is plain sailing. Come on, Bruce. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, yeah, let's get into it. So uh, NXT starts off with Leon Ruff versus Swerve in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, Fuck yeah. The, the way they did this like um, with the entrances. So Ruff enters first and as Swerve enters, he's just taking his time. Doesn't, doesn't give a shit. Ruff, you felt God. Like, like before the bell and Swerve's just like laughing at him. Um, as the bell rings, Swerve's like taking his jacket off slowly. Ruff charges him, Swerve swings around and hits him with like a massive knee. Effortless. Uh, yeah. Um, early on, Swerve has pretty much all of Ruff's offense scouted. Like he um, manages to re- reverse like the twist and cutter and the spidey sense thing and yeah, the yeah. bomb. Um Ruff then reverses a JML driver himself to throw Swerve outside the ring. Swerve catches the dive and uh, DVDs Ruff onto the apron, Oof. which looked the landing looked nasty. Um, Swerve then again he just keeps he just keeps control for like the most most of this match to be honest. Mm. Um, it's a really nice looking superplex off the top. That was awesome. Um, like he stalled it, he held him up for for a second or two before he dropped him. Yeah, the height they got on it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, there was a bit where Swerve goes to like kick Ruff and um, gets caught in the rope and then Ruff like drop kicks him. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll call back to when Swerve had attacked him previously. Yeah, that was uh, cool. And then Ruff like goes for a jump off the steps. Swerve cat, like punches him in the gut and <laughs> launches a toolbox at him and barely misses him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the look on Ruff's Leo, face when he was, I was just saying, Leon Ruff like looked like he'd just seen his life flash before his eyes. <laughs> um, Weirdly, during picture and picture, they fight like around the yeah, like this around the building. Like you enter the stupid. locker room where Ruff had attacked Swerve and Swerve had attacked Ruff. Um, Aaron, is is this going to be the point that you you said you wanted to raise? That was your gripe with this. Uh, uh, my gripe is right. It's a false count anywhere, right? The only time it feels like a false count anywhere is that backstage. It's the commercial bit, break, which is a commercial break. Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm, I'm I'm 100% with you, Aaron. Sorry. I've written that down in capitals. Yeah. Why would you go backstage and then put a commercial break in? Mm. I, I, I agree with that. I did really trying to like hammer home the picture and picture, Andy, which we don't get in the UK unless you it's, watch it's it not, in nefarious means. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not just that as well, but there was one pinfall during that match that was outside the ring the whole match. Was there? There wasn't, there, there wasn't many pin attempts in the match, though. No, to be fair, but it's it's just like if it's meant to be false count anywhere, mm. don't just be right around the ring if you're going outside the ring. Yeah, no, don't don't do that one locker room spot when it's an ad break, yeah. so you can see it in a tiny corner. That's it. Like I say, you're you're okay if you're in the states, you get that, but you're watching over here on like BT Sport. I imagine or it'll probably be added full screen onto the network as well. Yeah, when, he, when it gets added back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, yeah, I, I, I agree, Aaron. I do agree. I do see your point. Um, 
I mean, but as I say, like the, the pinfall thing, the, there wasn't many pin attempts at all. I think there was only like two or three in the whole match. Mm, mm. So it wasn't like, I wasn't like too upset about that. But yeah. Uh, um, it's not, it's not just, it's more of false County anywhere. It's the end of a grudge battle. I think the only, what I'm not saying, oh, it has to be filled with weapon spot after weapon spot. But I think, was it not the only weapon spot minus locker room situation was that Toolbox. toolbox. That was yeah. it. There, there was, yeah, um, Ruff had hit him with it though later on in the match as well. And then he did like that heel hook with like, like the wrench around Swerve's ankle. Mm. My, my, well, we get to it at the end, but as you brought it up, like my gripe of it is it's a Falls Cut Anywhere match. There wasn't that many pin attempts in it that were out, like generally. There was literally one. Why make it a false count anywhere if you're only going to put one in there? Just make it an ODQ in that case. Yeah, I I think it was because there was a lot of stuff going on outside the ring. Mm. There was a lot of brawling outside the ring, Mm. um, which we'll get to in a sec. But yeah, like pin attempt wise, there wasn't wasn't really a lot of pin attempt anyway, which is. Mm. They could, to be fair, they could have switched the stipulations of this in the main events. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just about to say, both, this yeah. would have been better as a street fight because it was a grudge match. It would have been more deserving of that. Like, if this is... A, like, I get why they made it a false count anyway because we've mm. seen them attack each other outside of the ring in the weeks building up to it. But to me, it still felt more like... And it should have been a street fight rather than a false count anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, still, still very full match. Oh, um, of course. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, back, back on the... Um, Back on the stage, rough blind swerve with um one of the like spotlights, and then kick swerve off the stage and hits a big dive onto him. That's a clever um, spot. Like blinding yeah. him with the, the stage light, very clever spot. Swerve was selling that for ages afterwards mm. as well, which was cool because it was like y- you would be, wouldn't you? Fuck um, yeah. <laughs> I look, I look at the LED light bulb for too long and I'm blind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruff then reverses the superplex to like a top rope crucifix bomb. Uh, gets a two count off that. That's and then cool. he he go he tries to do like a sunset bomb on the outside and Swerve fights out of it. But like he dodges like the punch attempt from Swerve. Swerve like hold, like bangs his hand on the apron. Ruff hits a really nice looking um, poison runner off the apron. Um, yeah. Swerve then tries to throw uh, Ruff into the barricade as Ruff's like trying to throw him into it sort of thing. Like, he kind of goads Ruff into charging him, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he throws Ruff. Um, Ruff does like a handstand on um, on the barricade and Swerve reverses that into like a confidence boost. Ah, uh, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a kind of snap Minotu dra- Michinoku drive. Yeah, that looked cool. Um, Especially given the position that he did it from. Yeah. Um, Swerve misses a knee against the steps and then Ruff dives off the apron with the toolbox and smashes Swerve in the knee. Um, back in the ring locks a heel hook in with the wrench uh, like kind of around Swerve's ankle um, he then Swerve manages to get out of that Ruff hits a twist and cutter in the ring then one off the apron and he goes for one like off where the hard cam is yeah. uh, AJ Francis makes his, his official on screen NXT debut yes sir no I've just got a couple of things about this AJ Francis if you want to know who is he? Phil Wells I, now I, that you're I've, back, <laughs> I did a bit did a bit of research on him as well. Go on, boys, oh. enlighten me. Oh well, he's a former me, NFL. He's a former NFL player, he, like a legit one, not okay. just a failed one. Um, like Brock. 
Yeah, like he was legit. <laughs> Brock, <laughs> Brock, Brock lad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you weren't very good. I mean, if he does not He did do wear much, the number 69, though, which is nice. Yeah. If he doesn't <laughs> care much for WWE, he's not going to care much about this podcast, is he? <laughs> don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know what he does when he's chopping wood. He could have his iPod on um, and he could have this in. I'm, I'm deliberately refraining from saying anything bad about Brock in case he has, because I don't want him to find me. Um, I love you really, Brock. <laughs> Go on, Uran. Come, come to Scotland, they'll get a bucky bottle on you. Anyway. <laughs> that's, uh, not, that's, not, that's, not a, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. <laughs> I hen. Right. Um, so he, he only started wrestling in 2018. And wow. his, his first ever company he was with is a company called SCW. What's that stand for, Aaron, you say? Well, I'll tell you, Troy. It stands for Sausage Castle Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage Castle Wrestling. Uh, what's more amusing is, is that Aaron probably didn't even have to research that because he probably fucking watches it. I thought you were going to say it stood for like Scottish Championship Wrestling. No, no. And you knew him personally. I thought he was going down that road to be fair. He was under the name Sugar Bear. That's how you know I'm pasty white when I say it like that. Sugar uh, Bear. Sugar Bear. <laughs> and was there... Was their longest reigning champion. Uh, he would carry it everywhere, even on Fox Sports when he was doing interviews or when he was a really? pundit for the NFL. Okay. Um, he lost, his last match, he lost a casket match, which would be set on fire, killing the Sugar Bear character in oh, 2019. Hell. So that was when, just for one company. When did so, they sign him? When did WWE sign him? You've had him a little while, haven't you? Well, uh, 2019, he left this company, which I think was his mm. main company. Um, so. Yeah, so the, to add to what Aaron said there, the illustrious words that Aaron said there, um, <laughs> he also, um, WWE really hold him in a high regard. Like, he hosts that um, Most Wanted Treasures thing they've got on it. Oh, on yeah, yeah. The other was on that this week, wasn't he? Yeah, he's, uh. yeah, he's the host of it. Yeah. Um, uh. And also, he was meant to be the host of either Raw Underground or that NXT Evolve show. Um, oh. And neither came. Well, I think, I'm pretty sure he hosted the NXT Evolve one, but Raw Underground got changed for Shane last minute. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, he, he seems like a very charismatic guy anyway. Yeah, um, man. And he's got a cool look to him. Uh, he's, mm. They've also trademarked the... Um, the nickname Top Dollar for him, which says a lot about what they think for him. Top Dollar. I mean, at this point... Top Dollar AJ Francis. At this point, he feels like a character from Def Jam Vendetta. <laughs> yeah. He looks like Swim. one as well, and that's Swim's fine with me. faction feels like a, a like yeah. faction from uh, Def Jam Vendetta. So, yeah, uh, yeah he, catch, he catches a rough, um, hits a AA onto the barricade, and it looked nasty as anything. Ooh, right on the top rough landed the neck first on that fucker. <laughs> um, Swerve then picks Ruff up, drags him into the ring, and hits a JML driver in the ring to win. Um, and leaves with his entourage, which also had Brianna Brandy and Ashanti the Adonis. Yeah, I'm cool um, with that as like a faction, like an entourage thing. I love that gimmick. All Posse. Really cool. 
really presented they, well. I think they could do they could do some good shit with them. They, they've already teased like as well two like two names for them. Swerve put uh, just they're just different. Oh, on, okay. Uh, on Instagram, I think it was. Okay. Like he said, we are just this different. Right. Uh, but then on the back of uh, AJ Francis's uh, jacket, it said Pioneer City and Swerve's podcast is called Swerve City. So I don't know whether they've kind of mashed the mm, two together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that Brianna Brandy's on Swerve's podcast as well, actually. I think about it. Okay. Uh, but uh, really good match. I really enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Loads of fun. There's some insane spots in it. Um, yeah. After this, we get Gargano and Theory heading to Regal's office. Uh, they burst in. Scarlett's having a, meet, a meeting with Regal. Uh, Theory's mesmerised by Scarlett. How big Scarlett's nails are and asks if they're real. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that so casual. Like, that's what he was looking at. Because that's what he was looking at. Yeah, yeah. I, me and I. <laughs> um, yeah, and Johnny has to drag him away. Uh, we then get um, Cameron Grimes versus the debuting Asher Hale, who is Anthony Henry from Evolve. Um, Hi. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I say a couple of things. Yeah, a couple of things. Um, former tag team champion six companies, including Evolve, with JD Drake, who is currently at AEW. Oh. Didn't didn't Anthony huh? Henry pop up in AEW at one point as well before he got signed? I couldn't tell you to be honest. Could have been if on dark. On... Anyone's been on dark. It's about an eleven-hour show, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I'm sure he popped up on dark, maybe. Um, um, and he was number one hundred and fifty-three in the PWI five hundred and twenty nineteen. He also wow. had a very, very good match with um, Arturo Ruas on an Evolve show. Um, hmm. Very, very like MMA technical style. He was someone I actually thought, and I mean, it still could happen. He was someone I actually expected to be in that man. Because oh, okay. he's very kind of um, as you see in this match, he's very yeah, like yeah, MMA yeah. driven and he's got like quite a unique style to him. Um yeah. he and he looked really good in this match. He looked first. awesome. Um, yeah, as well impressed. Grimes Grimes toys with him from the bell, um, and he fires off with some kicks. Uh Grimes then goes toe to toe. it was cool. He, he brought up that both men have backgrounds in their Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well, which was it, it added a little air of legitimacy to it a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what was legit? Vic Joseph calling Cameron Grimes a walking, talking ATM. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, uh, Hale ties uh, Grimes' legs up and hits like a twist and dragon screw. It was looked nasty over the ropes. Um, and then he just works over the knee for a bit. Uh, after a little bit of offense, Grimes hits a swing and sidewalk slam and cave in to pick up the win. Um, not too long a match, but it did a really good job of kind of introducing us to Asher Hale. Made Hale similar. look awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a similar sort of thing like they did with uh, Tyler Rust, where they, yeah. they had him against someone who's already established and he gets a, the bulk of the offense in, but then loses anyway. Yeah. Um, then go backstage to. Uh, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro, hooray. Um, Get in the bed. They say they're done with Tian Shah and they want the tag titles. Uh, I'm not concerned with Tian Shah. I'll tell you what, Casey, you should be more concerned with wearing a mask, you blurt. Yeah, so Frankie Monet comes in and belittles them. 
and says that she, but says she believes in them at the same time. It's like kind of like a backhanded com- uh, compliment, um, which she's been doing like recently quite a lot. Mm. Uh, we then see Cameron Grimes backstage celebrating his win and talking about going to the club or to the club. Ever rise approach him and yes, ever rise. Was I want that faction so badly? <laughs> <laughs> um, they said they ask if they can join him, and he's like, "I've only got room for three: me, myself, and Cameron Grimes." <laughs> 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 then him. Um, Matt Martell just like just says, I, I think he's got a problem with camp because there's three of us, and there's, you said there's only one person going. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm more ever eyes and Cameron Grimes, please. That's awesome. Yes, uh, please. <laughs> we then go to the ring, and GYV are there. Um, they complain about all the swamp creatures in Florida taking the crops off, and uh, that they don't want to see the webbed feet. Um, Dirty web toes was a specific line. Dirty web toes. Yeah. Um, and then as as Zach's about to do his soon, Champa's music hits and ruins it for everyone. Um, yep. <laughs> well, not for everyone, just for, just for Gibson. But I was upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the match with those pretty fun uh, faces worked over Drake's arm early on. Uh, it, a lot of Champa and Thatcher's like matches. They seem to be like kind of one up in each other with like submission holds yeah um then gibson tags in and thatcher goes after his arm for a while uh thatcher locks in a, se- a sleeper on gibson and drake tries to interfere champ asleep as him and he they turn and like clubbing each other like each grizzled young veteran and yeah. staring at each other down um gyv cheat to get a bit of control over thatcher and hit an assisted flatliner um champa hot tags in takes out both members and then the faces end up isolating Drake for a while. Um, both teams end up rolling. Um, and Gibson and Thatcher then start just trading uppercuts, just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> um, Thatcher then tries for an armbar. Drake kicks their champer into the announce table and like manages to break it up. Uh, and then he like dives onto Champer and knocks him over it. Um, Champer distracts the ref. And as he's distracted, um, Wade Barrett was making a very big deal about all the fact in the fracas. I noticed that. Um, I was like, I've you lost my shoe. don't need to make a bigger deal about that as you do, but now I see why. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> as the referees distracted, um, probably with conspiracy theories, Thatcher uh, hits Where, Zach Where's Gibson. Sammy Zayn when you need him and his camera crew? <laughs> <laughs> I think that goes fucking deeper than that, mate. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all up there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Thatcher hits Gibson with Wade's shoe and then applies a Fujiwara armbar to win. Um, and Vic Joseph has a great line where he's where Wade's like, Wade's like, That's my shoe, that's where my shoe went. He said, Wait, so your shoe's off, so you hate Gibson? Yeah, well, <laughs> shoe's off, you hate Gibson. They're, they're desperately <laughs> trying to get that over, aren't uh, I think it's just like it. a British. I think it's just a British crowd thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, is. it is really, really. Especially, is. especially because, like, I know, like a, a lot of like Americans have have seen talking about it. They thought until until Thatcher actually said it, they thought it was take your shoes off if you hate Gibson, <sighs> as opposed to shoes off if you hate Gibson. So, I mean, don't enforce I, it. It's funny I, over here. It, if you don't get it, yeah, don't do it. it. It's it's one of them where. 
they should leave it be. And then when when grizzled young veterans are eventually on like the Raw after Mania or the SmackDown after Mania, or even yeah. the NXT tapings after Mania, yeah, they've got like that fucking crowd who are from like the foreign crowd basically. Mm-hmm. Start doing it, then yeah. it's like then it'll catch on. Yeah. It's all right. Get, give it another few weeks. You'll have the fake crowd singing it. I don't worry about it. <sighs> I'll have the fucking robots singing it. <laughs> like, we want the smoke. Ste- we want the smoke. Stephen Hawking chiming in. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. <laughs> like, a, like a computer. Cheers off this, Gibson. What was that? Are you underwater? <laughs> <laughs> Is that an unnatural stroke? Um, uh, anyway, moving on. Um, you then get Gargano and Theory. You okay, mate? Do you need a minute? No, it's sure? okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we we get Gargano and Theory. Uh, they're about to bust into Regal, bust Regal's door down, and Theory then decides to just knock on it politely. And Gargano's like, oh, yeah, that, that's that's probably a good point. idea. Um, <laughs> And he, Regal comes up and says, I thought I heard you were looking for me, so I went to find you. Um, he, Gargano tries to talk his way out of the match with Reed, and Regal's like, nah, you're all right. Um, Regal then makes Theory vs. Cross for next week uh, because he'd upset his friend, his new friend Scarlett. <laughs> and Theory's like, oh, I wish I wasn't a friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we see Swerve and his entourage leaving. Uh, Swerve's just again kind of reinforcing the fact he's a heel saying like oh yeah I told, I told you I'd win I said I'd win um, and then as they walk through the door like the camera uh, guy tries to go with him and AJ Francis just slams that door in his face awesome um, <laughs> yeah I, I, I really like the presentation of these like the vignettes they've had for them mm. where you've not been able to tell who it is but you've like there's someone in the background seen, yeah like there's, a, there's one or two where you could see it was a Shanti Diodonis. Yeah. And there's there one or two where you could see um, Bianca, what's her name? Oh, no, was it Bianca? I yeah. Don't know no. I thought it was. I'm not fucking written down. So I'm Brandy. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you can see her anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, Aye. Brianna Brandy. That's Brianna right. Brandy, that's it. There we and go. It wasn't Bianca, oh. that's why I was like, it's not Bianca. What the fuck is it? Yeah, Brianna Brandy. You could see, you could see her. Um, in a couple as well, but yeah, the presentation's really cool. I'm really intrigued by this faction. Um, yeah. We then get a uh, Cross and Scarlet coming to the ring. Um, look like they're coming for a game of snooker. Um, <laughs> snooker in you. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get his big break tonight. Snooker, the second worst sport behind darts. Um, Facts. So. Yeah, uh, Cross says he isn't afraid of anyone and he asks what people are waiting for. Kyle Ryan comes down and says he um, he thinks everyone should be afraid. Uh, oh, sorry, the reason that Cross thinks everyone should be afraid is like he's, um, it's sheer dominance over everybody, but he's not afraid of them and wants the NXT title bef- before they can kind of like agree to the match because they're both kind of like staring down and like nodding at each other like, yeah, I want that. Pete Dunne then comes out and says he doesn't care about either of them. Are um, you two having a laugh? Um, Aaron, <laughs> sorry, mate. He's he's from Birmingham, not London. Sorry. Are you two having a laugh? Is that better? Better. Better. 
<laughs> why, do, why are you putting on a fake Ouija accent for him, mate? <laughs> Come on, play the game. Uh, um, you two having enough? So, yeah, he says, he says he's the baddest uh, man in NXT. And if anyone wants to uh, try and disprove it, step right up, sort of thing. Um, it's the baddest man in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> um, Finn Balor then come, returns and says, uh, he's just like, Pete Dunne, been there, done that. Kyle O'Reilly, been there, done that twice. And then he goes, as for you, Cross, let's see how you get on against Austin Daly next week. And um, and then before and then before he finishes his sentence, he just lamps Cross and they all stop rolling. Um this was a really cool, like, pull apart brawl. Like, yeah. there's a bit where Caddy and Cross went to hit Dunn, and Dunn was just kind of like, Whoa, I'm, I'm not I don't want to miss. this. And then <laughs> the second he turned around, Dunn just decked him. <laughs> Cross um, hit like a running shoulder charge in the corner on O'Reilly, and then Finn shot them, but drop kicked them into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing we're probably going to get a fatal four over these guys. Oh, yes, please. I take over. It, it seems a little bit crowded. Um, Let's mix it up and get a championship scramble match. Yes, bring that oh, stipulation let's back. Do it. Championship yeah. scramble match. <laughs> fuck yeah! And then get Brian Kendrick in, and he can win it again. <laughs> For the whole they one teased, minute. They teased um, another man as well, didn't he? So uh, yeah, <laughs> security security breaks it up. Cross Doomsday Saito security guard. So it's going to be. Ballard, Dunn, O'Reilly, Cross, random security guard. I got on theory, then jump Cross. Uh, cross fights them off. Uh, they hit, ended up hitting like a double super kick on Cross after he like made his Austin theory with the dudes he say. So um, that one landed like Ouch. right top of his head. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> and then Gargano hits Cross with the um, North American title and then kind of teased like a little bit of a. Um, mm. Champion versus champion match, maybe. You can't, you can't like quickly glancing at the NXT title. Yeah. Well, did. Yeah. if you heard, because I heard this, um, and you'll hear it on Botchamania, don't you worry about that. It wasn't the NXT title he was looking at. There was someone, like I think it was the cameraman, was saying, Johnny, Johnny, walk this way. Walk, walk out the ring. We need you to walk out the ring. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I rewound it. I was like, what the fuck's that? Turned it up. I was like, no, come on. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I do think that Gargano's probably going to be the fifth man in that equation. Yeah. Um, I'd be all up for a championship scramble match. I'd also be very, very excited about it if they did like a gauntlet eliminator, even though they've done that quite a bit recently. A gauntlet Tri- eliminator. Triple H made the match. He created it with his bare hands, welded it all together in a thing. Elimination chamber. Get Austin Theory in there and ah. There we go. NXT Elimination Chamber. Let's go. Oh, six man hell in a cell. Or oh. Armageddon hell in a cell. Let's go. The next the next takeover is meant to be. Um I think it's the night before Money in the Bank. It usually is. Yeah. Why I'm does sure NXT they... do a money in the bank? They did cool. the they did the six man um North, North American, American title match every now and again, don't they? Yeah. yeah, but that's a multi-man match for just the title. I mean, it's in like no, but it's pro- the same. It's pretty much the same format as Money in the Bank, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but just and don't they, make they it for the version... North American. Just have it whatever. Yeah. Or they could do have, that an for NXT, the NXT title. have an NXT guy like have 
say it's a six-man match at Money in the Bank. Two NXT guys, two SmackDown guys, two Raw guys. Have Alistair Black win Money in the Bank and go to NXT and Black Mass Cross. Fuck yes. Just do that. that. That's all we want. Give me that. Give me what I want. Um, (laughs) Then see uh, after the break, Siri and Gargano just getting the fuck out of there. (laughs) Yeah, Um, they don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. um, And then we get a nice little video package actually for um, kind of like highlighting Zayda Ramirez and uh, Saray. The two like newest signings of the women's division shows them both getting the first win. Yeah. Um, and then that it, they announced straight after that they're going to actually wrestle each other. They're going to have a uh, match, which was stiff as fuck. Very stiff. Um, so yeah, early on, both women trade strikes. Uh, Ramirez hit this really cool looking like wheelbarrow STF mm. quite early on, which yeah. I was so smooth the way she did it. Looked yeah. really good. Um, She's awesome. Serena, where, where did she come from before? Yeah. Do we know? Was she evolved? Um, I forgot to Google this. I'll do it right now. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Talk amongst <laughs> the class. Um, but yeah, so um, Ray hits like a really nice looking spine buster and a bridge and German suplex. Uh, no, sorry, bridge and German suplex. Mm. suplex. Bridging Indian Deathlock, which again, look cool. It was very like sort of uh at early on. They were both doing sort of similar things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Saray just beheaded Zayda with a fucking dropkick over the over the bottom <laughs> rope. Yeah, literally on the bottom rope and he literally clips back getting smacked away. It's like, <laughs> yeah, what the why fuck? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. And then hits a really nice looking um, fisherman suplex afterwards as well. Um, she then... Le- a little bit later on the match, Saray goes for the drop kick against the ropes again, misses and just yeah. like Does she go for the drop kicks? It's more like a crossbody when she gets tangled in them ropes. She doesn't go feet first. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked like almost that she was sidestepping her and going at it. And then she kinda like just swung and bounced at it. Yeah. Um, it was weird. But and she landed like on top of Zayda as well. Um <laughs> And Zayda takes control, gets a nice uh, sort of flurry of offense with some kicks and uppercuts. Um, Saray out pretty much out of nowhere reverses something into a German suplex and then hits that like high angle. Um, it, I thought it was a Saito suplex. It looked almost like a teardrop suplex that Shawn Michaels used to do in the night. Whatever it was, it looked fucking horrible. Uh, yeah, she like dumps him on the head um, yeah. and picks up the win. Um, good, good win for Saray. Really fun yeah. match. Don't think it hurt, but either of these women really. Um, hmm. It would have been nice for Zayda to maybe have avoided Saray for a little bit, but is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, just to go back to Zayda, where she wrestled before, <clears throat> uh, she's been in Reality of Wrestling, which I think is Booker T's promotion in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I was um, going to say, I think she might have been trained by Booker T. Yeah, she had a couple of matches in Shimmer, uh, Rise. Lucha Brutal, uh, Heavy Metal Wrestling, Lions Pride Sports, Inspire Pro Wrestling, uh, Metroplex Wrestling. Um, she had one match in Impact last year. Uh, and yeah, obviously now with WWE. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was one of the of that big class of signings, wasn't she? Like the that massive, is. massive class that they did a, a month yeah, ago. Yeah, uh, 
I think Zoe Stark was in as well. Yeah. Um, Parker Boudreau. Um, oh, people. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Ma- the one which had like 20 or like 30 people in it. Biggest um, one for a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she looks good so far. Yeah, man. She, she was one of the ones that was kind of getting bandied about with being quite a high profile one. Mm. But I it myself. But yeah. Yeah. Everything I've seen, she looked very impressive. She and does. that shooting star is incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, Big fan of that. We then uh, go backstage and see Imperium having a Zoom call with Voltaire. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hold, like, also. How big must Eichner's fucking hands be? Just one hand in an iPad. <laughs> one hand in an that, iPad. That was, the, that was the, the iPad fucking big boy version as well. Yeah, that's the one I've got. It's, a, it's not fucking small. <laughs> I couldn't hold them out with one hand. Jeez. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so he basically just reprimands them and it, it, Wolf kind of like walks off as if you're going to take care of business. We don't really hear anything else about that though, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, we then get a very quick uh, another diamond mine vignette um again just it seems to be teasing some kind of faction or yeah. brand or something Stable. um they bring it up later on as well on commentary very briefly like a two-liner and it yeah dis- oh, really? disappeared yeah they spoke they spoke about it during the la night and jake atlas match very briefly that yeah. was it yeah like it's oh. literally two lines from barrett and then they Keep going. Oh, I didn't and pick up on that. It's so, it's so niche and like um, just throw away almost. Yeah. yeah. That diamond man, honestly, not the reason we changed our logo, even though it looks exactly like our old one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks like our old and new one. It's two yeah. fists smashing. I, I saw it and was like, you cheeky cunts. Cheeky fuckers. <laughs> you cheeky bastards. <laughs> Get over here, Uncle Paul. Let's have a chat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued about Diamond Mine. I'm guessing Arturo Ruas is going to be part of it because he's legit MMA fighter. Uh, they've got a couple of people actually who are on that roster who are yeah. like Jessamyn Duke's another one. Uh, Marina Shafia though, she'll probably mm-hmm. be doing some stuff with Roddy. Um, yeah, yeah. I, and uh, what was his name? I can't fucking remember it already. Asher Hale was the other one who I thought might be involved, but we'll see yeah. about that. Not bad shot. Um, and then go backstage and see Zayden and Saray kind of like it was quite cool because it was like, like sort of a gorilla um, yeah. like Zayda's kind of sat there just getting a breath back and Saray comes over and like shakes her hand and thanks her for a good match and in the background you see Tony Storm about to kick Zayda's head off her fucking shoulders <laughs> um, but before she can get there Zoe Stark kind of just intercepting and like they just like basically scares her off the refs like break it yeah. up Um and yeah, more questions than answers, really. Like, Pretty what, much. why are they doing Tony Storm like this? Because mm. <laughs> she book. never paid her fucking tab. Because she, <laughs> she didn't pay for all of the wine that she drank at the Lone Star Saloon in Dallas, in uh, in Houston, Texas. <laughs> I've still got the barman's number. I'll give him a shout. And see, if, uh, <laughs> see if she ever actually got back in touch to pay it. I highly doubt it. Um, Known blurt, Tony Storm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it's weird anyway that they've kind of just derailed her. Like she felt, if you think two months ago, she felt like she could have put the belt out of here. Yeah. Now she's and just then, prattling about. Yeah. 
she's just like getting annoyed that she's losing to people who are, who, um, who apparently aren't on her level. Yeah. Um, Maybe if she yes. smiled a bit more. She's a bit surfaced, isn't she? A Maybe sur- she sheared up. A bit. <laughs> no, Maybe mate, she right. sheared up a bit. Yeah, right. she's, a, she's a heel. She doesn't need to smile. Um, no, she. I mean, she doesn't need to smile when she's face. I can prove that because I've got a fucking picture with her. And she's like, oh, I'm miserable shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like me? Um, everything okay? Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, we then get uh, top, top, top lad, Jake Atlas. Top um, lad, Jake Atlas. Does he ring. always? Does he always have that music? No. They changed no, it a few months ago. Uh, I was because it bangs. Yeah. I'll give him his music. At, They've at always, well, I, you know, I was saying they'd only put Roman's uh, entrance music, but they put Roman's entrance music like immediately on uh, the Spotify. They'd only just added that on the Spotify oh. this week as well. Um, oh, lovely. Yeah, cheeky bastards. You <laughs> 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 mean Mako Satamora, you fuckers. Anyway, um, <laughs> so LA Knight comes out, he says, let me talk to you. And says he's going to uh, punt Atlas so far down the down the street. You'll need an Atlas just to find it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, he realises as you get in the ring, you forgot to say that's a fact of life. He goes, that's a fact of life. <laughs> and then Atlas just boots him. Um, so Atlas uh, early on goes after LA Knight's arm. Um, he had some pretty nice looking arm drags, uh, just like locked an arm, locked over it. Um, after a little while, Knight takes control with like that vault and shoulder block. Um, but Knight, uh, Knight, Atlas dodges the knee drop and uh, it's a really nice looking German suplex followed by a jumping knee. Yeah. Um, Jake Atlas is fucking awesome, man. Jake Atlas is excellent. Um, Have you more seen Jake Atlas, please? Yeah. Just to divert slightly, the, um, the episode of Undercover Boss, the American one, where Stephanie McMahon goes Where undercover. do you get and he gets signed and he's like, yeah. he's a, he wants to be a wrestler, but at the time he was working as like a gym, like a gymnastics instructor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. If you've not seen it, it's on, well, for, for anyone in the UK that's listening, um, it's on all four, I think. It's very good. Yeah. Very good episode. Um, Yeah. Uh, and then back to the match anyway, uh, out of nowhere, pretty much night. It's what they're now calling the BFT. Yeah, I don't um, know what that stands for. I, I don't know what that stands Oh, no, I don't know. I Big don't. friendly. What? Ba- bacon fucking tomato. <laughs> I, I'm get, well, I was going to say, I guess the F stands for franchise because he was referring to himself as a franchise player. Uh, um, but big um, franchise big. tart. <laughs> I was going to say, Tetzel, so we're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I thought the game changer was quite a cool name for it. I don't know why they. Yeah. Well, maybe because the game changer wrestling thing, and they got they got in a bit of shit for that, didn't they? Oh, um, I because they're gonna fucking apply a lawsuit against WWE. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, they, they all, the, the pandas they already, did, didn't they? And look at where that got them. <laughs> I mean, they, all, they already had the uh, copyright in place, so it got rejected. Oh. There's, there's a <laughs> there's a difference between the WWF and game changer wrestling. No, no, what? Anyway, doesn't matter, mate. Doesn't matter. Get, getting, getting, it's more of a Troy's been ridiculing me for months for watching Game Changer Wrestling no, no, on no. Mania Weekend. 
doesn't matter, mate. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to you about it after the podcast. I swear to God, if you watch that next year, me and you are going to come to blows, pal. <laughs> Why? <laughs> there's, there's, some, there's some good wrestling on it. There's some good wrestling on it. But you've, you've got to sh- sift through the shit. I mean, one year we got PC, PCO versus Volta. That was awesome. I'm pretty sure you got Matt Riddle versus PCO at 1.2 in the same weekend. You got Matt Riddle versus Minoru Suzuki in a shoot fight. There you go. Bloodsport. That's all right. That's cool. Anyway, move on. There is some good matches on there. We almost got Minoru Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy as well. Um, then the pandemic happened. That would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know for a fact that would be fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, we go um, go to the locker room and Candice and India are walking in the locker room. Um, and Candice is trying to get Indy's mind off boys and all that. <laughs> as as she goes in, she sees like there's a portrait that Dexter drew, drew Indy. <laughs> of him the outer ring with a big heart and Candace like hides it into the um in the locker like, in her own locker and hides it and then it lights up like the door and Loomis is stood there with like a bouquet of flowers <laughs> <laughs> and Candace just as she's talking like edges over and put like goes stupid boys into the <laughs> just watch <laughs> the blinds down close <laughs> I love, I love this. I really can't wait for like the payoff of this because yeah. it's been so entertaining. Um, and then get a Tony Storm promo, quick one, uh, saying Zoe Stark pissing her off and uh, says that she's going to be a future women's champion, basically. Um, she so says, much- uh, so... Uh, it, was just, it was just weird that uh, she said, yes, on that, NXT. Thank, thanks for that, <laughs> You okay, Aaron? <laughs> Are, are you gonna are you gonna laugh at some of the other swears? I okay. always. <laughs> anyway, um, not to get too sidetracked, uh, we got Legado in the ring. Um, Santos talked about being the Emperor of Lucha Libre and everything he's done in the last couple of months. Uh, and then what was quite nice was Wild and Mendoza. Then you kind of step yeah, back yeah. and let Mendoza talk, and um, rarely hear from them. Yeah, they talk about um, how they beat MSK last week and. Challenge them to a tag team title match. Uh, and Kushida shows up on the screen and challenges Santos to a cruiserweight title match next week. Yes, uh, boy. Which, I, after that first one, I can't wait for the rematch because it would be awesome. Yeah. Um, on the um, straight after that, we got a like split screen interview with Raquel and Mercedes. Um, Mercedes basically says she doesn't fear Raquel. Uh, it was quite a cool promo for Mercedes. Like she says, she, oh, she's yeah. like, paved the way for um a lot of like women's wrestlers and mm-hmm. she's the blueprint of it of like a lot of women's wrestlers nowadays um and so she calls raquel cutty cookie cutter um raquel didn't like that no oh. um raquel says that um that she was made from the blue she kind of like admits and goes yeah i was made from the blueprint of you but i've raised the bar higher than you you can ever imagine yeah um and Mercedes like closes it really nicely by saying, um, "It'll only take me one night, like mm-hmm. one night to be here," which is really it's a really cool like yeah. idea. Um, I'm really excited about this match. It's not really had that much build, but yeah. Mercedes Martinez is awesome and doesn't get enough TV she time in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. so it's good to I'm see right. her getting like this kind of run. Yeah. Um, we then see Shotzi and Ember heading to the ring, uh, Frankie Monet's dogs in the tank. 
and uh, it's had a shit in the tank. It's so. had a shit. <laughs> a shit bigger than itself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big, a big shit. It's runny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. It's dolphed all over the back seat. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Dolph everywhere. It's just <laughs> covered in Ziggler. <laughs> it's Ziggler all over the back seat. <laughs> it's zigzagged all over the upholstery. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of vehicles, we then go to Cameron Grimes heading to the club. Uh, the bouncer won't let him in. And he he says, "Oh well, I've I've booked the, uh, I've rented out the um, VIP lounge. It's the name's Cameron Grimes." And he he's like, "Well, no, someone else has rented out the entire venue." Uh, we then get a limousine with a big gold dollar sign on the front, <laughs> and that pesky Ted DiBiase comes out. Yes, Ted. <laughs> and he says, um, "Word of advice: um, Why rent a booth when you can buy the building? Everybody's got a price for a million dollar man." <laughs> laughing at Grimes and then Grimes like that wasn't even funny it didn't make sense <laughs> and just screams DiBiase to the crowd I love this I, amazing a part of me wants uh, DiBiase to end up managing Grimes I do yeah I think that would be a really cool thing yeah. um, but I, I get the impression that Grimes is probably going to end up just losing all his money trying uh, like one up Um <laughs> Trying to one up DBLC. Um, <laughs> after this, just before the main event, the announce again, going through the matches for next week. So we've got Kushida versus Santos in a two out of three falls oh, match. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh yes. yes. About that. Yeah. Uh, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes and uh, Karrion Cross versus Austin Theories. Um, yes, boy. All in all, like that, this, this week, NXT felt absolutely loaded up. Next week's does too. Yeah. Um, They've done a really good job. I, I, I think that I think they're doing it to try and like kind of just boost the ratings, aren't they? But I, I hope it works because they've been absolutely killing it for me recently. Yeah. they've been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, sure. And this this main event was kind of the cherry on top of the cake for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get the way versus Shotty and Ember in a street fight. Uh, Shotty and Ember, big shout out for their entrance gear as Freddie and Jason. Fuck yeah, that, that was, was awesome. fucking awesome. Really, <laughs> really, really cool. Yeah, um, and uh, I love the fact as well as they would to kind of like again add emphasis on this feud, and because they like Candice and Shotty have literally been feuding almost a year, mm-hmm. which you do kind of forget. Yeah. Um, the the kind of like on the ring announcements, uh, both teams just start brawling straight away. Uh, champs take out Candice, double team Indy, put a trash can over it, and hit like drop kicks either side of it. Um, to knock Indy down um, Candice knocks the champs out the ring goes for a dive and they hit like a concerto with trash can lids mm-hmm. uh, a concerto if you will um, <laughs> Indy hits a, a barricade hung big boot on Ember sets up like a sets up like a sort of like bridge of chairs and Ember face busters are on, on them um, they see they put Indy on a chair on top oh, of that Jesus I and, was sat watching this with Natalie, and I was like, "Oh God, Shotzi's going to try and break her own so head many again." Times, there was so many times this match. I was like, "Shotzi's going to die! Shotzi's going to die!" Um, <laughs> before Shotzi can hit the dive onto uh, Indy, um, Candice sprays both of them with a fire extinguisher. Um, 
the way then during the break, pretty much just set up like a ladder bridge and some tables. Um, they just basically keep, it was quite cool. They didn't do too much stuff. Like um, they just added, so they were setting up the weapons and uh, there was always Shotty like, and Ember. Yeah, there was always like two of them having a go at each other whilst the other two are mm. doing stuff around basically. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. How, it's how a two on two like street fight should be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Shotty and Ember was sat doing a lot of selling at the fire extinguishers as well, which is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, the champs then double uh, team Indy again um, and Shotty hits a top rope sent, uh, sent on onto Candice on Ember the ladder bridge. Man. Ember Moon, not a very nice friend, telling Shotzi to just jump off and go through a ladder. That, no, Shotzi, no very consider, is it? Off that love. <laughs> that's the that's um, similar foreshadowing to what they did when Matt and Jeff split up. Oh. When Matt was like telling Jeff to uh, jump off the ladder at Money in the Bank through Edge, and then like a year later they split up. Well, it, so I'm what like, we're gonna say is Shotzi's like. Gonna get a dog set on fire in a house. I mean, I wasn't. And going Ember Moon's gonna be the one that done it. Is that what's going? <laughs> I, I wasn't going that far. I was just saying much, they, were, right? they were setting, they were planting the seeds for Ember to turn on Shotty. Was what I was saying. But yeah, sure. You you go there, Aaron. You, you think that? <laughs> you, you let your mind go to that dark place. You're weirdo. Um, so anyway, Ember um, shotgun drop kicks Indy into a table and. It, it didn't break properly, so it looked like even nastier because then he just bounced off it. Yeah, that was a horrible um, knock. Shotty and Ember then bring in a, la- a ladder uh, and Indy Big Boot it into them. Um, the way he hits like that ladder hung, well, it was like that rope hung as Asai Moonsault, but Shotty's on the ladder. Um, mm. Clearly, they didn't practice that before because nope. uh, Candace couldn't account for the fact that she would have. Uh, had needed Shotty closer to it to hit it. Um, yeah. uh, but it looked nasty because the knees like went chest mm. first into it. Uh, just when they were getting that ladder, when Shotzi was getting that ladder, Beth decides to go, well, Larry broke every other ladder. I mean, it's no her fault she got sent on through the other one, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which, which barely broke. Which barely broke. Yeah, but the, the under, <laughs> which made it look worse, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it true. always does. Like, if it had have gone through, at least they would have probably been all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine they would have had a nasty uh, bruise on the backs today off that one. Um, so, yeah, um, Indy hits a really nasty-looking spine. They're on Ember onto a ladder as well. Yeah. Um, like It was like on the high, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. It's high Sorry. on the shoulders there. I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah. I, I cringed. I, I winced off that one. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> And uh, yeah, then um, Indy and Shotty brawl around the announce table. Um, Shotty puts Indy on the announce table and then it's a splash off the girder through the table. Um, meanwhile, in the ring, Candace and Ember brawl and uh, Ember goes for uh, a clips and Candace like, blocks it. Candace goes up for a superplex. Shotty gets in the ring, uh, sets up for like a doomsday device and Candace did a really cool like reversal where she like drove... Uh, Shotzi like head first into the into Ember essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, back behind her, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, and then Candace puts Ember on the table. Uh, starts brawling with Shotzi a bit more. Indy from nowhere just runs in, springboard elbows 
That looked fucking the table. awesome. That was quality. She's, yeah, she, every time she hits that, it looks better and better. And yeah. like this one, she was incredible. It was so good. Yeah. Um, really impressed with Indy Hartwell in the last like couple of months. She's got so good. Mm. Um, not that she wasn't before, but like she's improved a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the finish, we get new champs as a uh, Candace hits a wicked step sister onto a chair on Shotty, which was it turned out being the the thing where Shotty like got a head fucking caved in. Yeah, yeah. Before that though, like to lead into that to knock her down. You know, she hit it with the brass knuckles. Yeah. 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 It, it was only when they showed the, the replay and I was I like, forgot to write it down floor? because yeah. I was like, I was so shocked that they won it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. They've actually fucking done this. I'm actually really happy because I think Candice and Indy have been awesome recently. Yeah. I said and, the other yeah. week when they faced them, I was like, it feels like they face each other a lot and they keep coming up short. I was like, if they don't give it them soon, it's the same situation basically, but this is better and uh, more palatable to watch but the same situation mm. as Naya and Shayna and Tamina and Natalia where they face each other god knows how many times and it's like well when Natalia and Tamina do win it it won't mean anything because we've seen them face each other far too often and it felt like this could get to that point if they didn't beat them in this and they face them again it's just like mm, you've kind of missed the boat you should have given it them so this was the right time to do it for me it, this felt like it could have been like a blow off for the feud as well yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I could, I could very much see them doing like one last rematch, like upping the ante even more mm. at um, the next takeover. But I wouldn't yeah. be up if this was like the last match of the feud. Yeah, yeah, um, same. But yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I think it was well yeah, deserved. Man. And sometimes with new belts, like I, I know they've had three champions in the space of like two months. Less. Yeah, at most. But I feel like this was kind of like the match that's defined that division so far. Yeah. Like, it, they don't necessarily need to worry too much about, like, lengthy reigns when they're having, like, matches like this, which are just excellent. Yeah. yeah. And show what, like, they can do when they're given the, the time and the opportunity. I feel like the way are going to hold them for a while now. I think they'll, they they'll just shit house their way to every victory. And deservedly so, because they're excellent. Like you said, Indy Hartwell was already good, but feels like she's come on leaps and bounds. Like Candice already, you know, she's really, really, really good. Um, and they they are consistently with Johnny and, and Austin are the most like consistently good thing to watch. Like, and everything on NXT is, is is solid to watch, but they're the most amusing and entertaining thing every week. So the yeah. fact that they now have the belt sort of thing um, – and Johnny, obviously, with the North American Championship, kind of feel like a really like legitimate faction now. And I think, yeah, they'll, they're going to have them for a while, and deservedly so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was NXT. Uh, highs and lows, lads? Yeah, uh, uh, that main event is my high. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Like, I really enjoyed it. Wetham's our way. Not much else I can say, really. Fair enough. <laughs> what was your, your low? My low, yeah. That's Saray and Ramia. I wasn't feeling it at all. I agree. That was my low. I, yeah. It was a bit botchy. Like, it was stiff, and when they sort of connected, it was good, but there were just... It just didn't connect I, that well. I get you. And it's it's a shame, because they're, they're both good, and they were both really good in their, their debut matches the other week, but this just didn't quite click for me. I feel like Saray kind of, I really like her, but she reminds me of like 
when when Kyrie first started wrestling in WWE and mm. she'd not really wrestled elsewhere. Yeah. Like she'd had a she'd had a cup of coffee in Lucha Underground, but she hadn't really wrestled elsewhere outside of Japan. Mm-hmm. And it was like that shift in styles. Yeah. And EO to a degree, but I think EO was good enough that she kind of got away with it. Mm. Like and she was wrestling people who could protect that. But yeah. With Saray, she's going against like people like Zoe Starks and Zayda Ramirez, who, who have only just know, joined the company themselves. Yeah, yeah, no disrespect to them, but are also learning the style. Whereas, like, yeah, I feel if they had to put her against someone like a Tony Storm or even put her against EO, yeah, they could have actually kind of mentored her to, yeah, that or Dakota yeah, Kai. Okay. Everyone beats fucking Dakota Kai and doesn't hurt Dakota, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point, good point, but uh. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think I felt like it wasn't a bad match, but it was just it felt a little bit clunky. Yeah. Um, in the styles. Uh, what what was your high? Sorry, Troy. Uh, my high uh, was rough against Swerve Scott. That's fucking awesome. Banger of an opener. Really, really enjoyed yeah. it. Some fucking some awesome spots. And I'm all about that faction, whatever they're eventually going to be called. Um, but yeah, Swerve's little entourage thing, fucking awesome. Yeah, loved everything about that. What was yours, yeah. mate? Uh, yeah, my, I think we're unanimous in the low uh, with being Saray versus Zyder. And uh, that's not, again, that's not against them. There's some very cool spots in it. It just felt like a bit of a styles clash. Didn't really mesh. Yeah. Um, my high, I'm so torn between the two that you both said because <laughs> um, I love both of them. Um, I think the women's tag team title match just edged it though for me. There was there was some amazing spots in that swerve and rough match. Like I love the poison runner off the apron, and mm. I loved um, the fact that Swerve was just like horrible throughout. He was just, just a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, as I say, he's like the best, like most convincing scumbag in NXT. Like mm-hmm. he, he makes you genuinely uncomfortable when you when you see him like doing some of the stuff he does to people. Yeah, uh, it's just how good the heel he is. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, I think the way in Shotzi and Ember match just just kind of edged it for me just because it was very, very fast-paced and very hard-hitting. Sweet. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Well, before we wrap this up, fellas, Uran, would you like to tell us where the nice people can get us on social media, please, pal? You're going to do uh, it better than get... I did. Well, maybe. Um, I know. Facebook and YouTube Untitled Wrestling Podcast where you can get our old live watch along, old live watch alongs. They're not live, but you know what I mean. Um, retro watch alongs, getting to know you. On Facebook, we're doing a bit more, so you're getting on this days. Uh, we are still doing our live streams on not Saturdays for Facebook. That's Twitch. Speaking of Twitch, you can get us at Untitled Dress Pod. You can use that on Discord and Twitter, Twitter. where you can keep up to date with our podcast when they come out um, and you can use that for discord server where there's tons to talk about not even just wrestling there's some people in there that aren't even wrestling fans we've got some new like, categories on the discord we've got yeah. music we've got food and drink we've, we've got been TV talking and film. a lot about we've been talking a lot about the mcu and all the announcements that come from that this week yeah man there you go. Stuff on the discord yes and if you do on Title Dress Pod on Twitch, you can go see our old gaming stuff that we do. We do it every week, multiple times a week, gaming stuff. You can also subscribe to us on Twitch, which really come in handy. 
for either £5 or four ninety nine to be exact. Or if you've got an Amazon Prime account, you can do it do for, it for free. free. And it still helps us the same way. Yes, boy. Oh, yes, boy. So good. Awesome. Uh, and Troy, where can we get our beer and bearding needs fulfilled, please? Uh, if you want stuff for your beard or anyone else's beard, go to thatchface.com. They have a really good range of combs and beer, uh, combs and brushes, uh, beard oils, beard balms, gift sets, apparel like T-shirts, hats, wash bags. Portion of the proceeds go to Testicular Cancer UK, an extremely worthy cause. Why don't we support wholeheartedly? And if you use the discount code UWP20 at the checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. If you want some wrestling-themed beers or other beers that aren't necessarily wrestling-themed, but mainly wrestling themed. Head over to topropebrewing.com where our own Big Tasty is head brewer there and brews up an absolute storm. There's some really, really good ones on there. Um, there's a... What's the cheesecake one that's on there? The Cold Stone Cream Austin. Cold Stone Cream Austin Lemon Cheesecake. Lemon Cheesecake. It's like drinking a lemon cheesecake. Yeah, man. Uh, there's also uh, Pan Chocolat. There's also... Uh, all the other ranges of Coldstone Cream Austin, there's Head of the Table, there's On This Day. There's loads of stuff. Go over to TopRoadBrew.com. That's it. Shock the Citra. Uh, get over there, have a look, see what they've got. Um, and yeah, support uh, not not even just a local brewery, but just an independent brewery. So yeah, yes, all of that shit. Awesome. Um, well, without further ado, thanks for listening to us, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Why does Jerry the King Lawler always call out for puppies? Because bitches would be too old. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm not disappointed. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> you must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.